0: Joran Tanas Rem. Voke Esri.
1: Joran Tanas Rem. You won't regret this, Esri. I promise. <laughs> Joran the Forgotten Host, the Outcast, the Murderer. I'm sure you never thought that little character trait would prove useful. Seems so strange separating you from the others, seeing you standing there.
0: But I'm not really standing here, am I? It's all in your mind. At least now I know
1: you're listening to me. I've been ignored for far too long. Kurzan and Jadzia didn't quite know what to do with me. They buried your memories as deep within them as possible. That was a mistake. I have so much to offer. We'll see about that. Now, let's get to work. We have a killer to catch. Where should we begin? I want to know how he thinks. Then we'll start with his choice of weapons. We already know how he modified the TR-116.
0: But you haven't held it in your hands, have you? You haven't looked through its tracking display, picked a target, felt the power as you lock its senses on your unsuspecting prey. If you want to catch a killer, Esri, You have to learn to think like one. Hello, and welcome to SnapTrek, the podcast which compares two episodes of the galaxy's favourite science fiction franchise, Star Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Ross Webster, and I'm joined by Jen Tift. Hello, Jen.
1: Hey, Ross. It's great to talk to you.
0: How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine.
0: (laughs) This is uh, a good one. This is a good category and uh you picked it and
1: yeah
0: uh, it's nice to come to one from just somebody else's mind
1: (laughs) yeah i'm excited for this one i i enjoy these episodes are a little bit under the radar and i I kind of enjoy both of them so it should be fun
0: (laughs) i could some kind of game i've never seen that one before how do you play During each Snap Trek, we compare the episodes using a variety of categories where we select a line or alien or scene or prop which we think is excellent and we award a point to the answer which we think is the best. Aggressive.
1: Adversarial. Competition. For fun.
0: Snap Trek is a competition but it's played just for fun. There are no prizes or trophies. The real aim is to have a great conversation about Star Trek and perhaps think about the episodes in a new way. We would love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at SnapTrek. You can send us your ideas for episode comparisons and any categories we could use. And of course, send us your Star Trek lyrical recaps or any Star Trek poetry, haiku, limericks, rhymes or verse. We love to hear them. You can get in touch with me, Ross Taborg at STRTRK1701. And Jen?
1: And you can get in touch with me on Twitter um, at EDECWORKS.
0: Spoiler warning, as we record, Lower Decks has just been released in the UK, so we could potentially discuss any episode of Star Trek up to the finale of Lower Decks. And, of course, Discovery Season 3, which finished a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, there are different endpoints, depending on which country you're in.
0: Yes, that is weird, actually, thinking <laughs> about that. That's so
1: weird. <laughs> and upsetting. I'm so happy for uh, all all of our friends in the rest of the world, and including... <laughs> Including the UK. I know uh, that they finally, finally get Lower Decks, which is my favorite of the new track.
0: I watched honestly. episodes one and two this week, uh, this weekend. I'm going to be watching okay. more as the week goes on, but it is really funny and it is really good. And it is, it's bizarrely Star Trek The Next Generation, isn't it? It's just yes. weirdly <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's just another episode of that. And it's, yep. it's exactly what you want it to be. So yep. I've, I've really enjoyed that. And it's very, it is very funny, Um, and the characters are just really, really wonderful. Every single one of them is great.
1: Yeah, I'm in love with the characters, and in just one season, I, I, I love them all. (laughs) You know, just like I do, characters we've known for seven seasons.
0: I thought that I did
1: a really good job with that.
0: The the bit that's really stuck with me is when Rutherford's trying to move between different departments. And every time he seems nervous and he has to tell everyone, but everyone's just so supportive. I'm like, yes!
1: That's what it's (laughs) like on Star Star Trek. Trek. Everyone
0: is just really behind you and they're giving it all you've got (laughs) and they're going for it in a big way. I really like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Your request
0: is approved. Yeah. (laughs) The the screen goes a little bit dark for a second. (laughs) Brilliant. We'd love to see you drop me things.
1: Great. Gotta be true to yourself. It's wonderful. It's so funny.
0: So Star Trek. I now. really like that. Okay. Let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. It was more yeah. somber, more somber Snapchat than we used oh, to. Oh yeah.
1: Jeez.
0: Okay. In this snap track, we will compare two season seven episodes, which see our counselors psychically commune with cold-blooded killers as they attempt to solve a complex murder mystery before they themselves succumb to the urge to kill. <laughs> I was lucky enough to watch <laughs> Deep Space Nine, Series 7, Episode 13, Field of Fire. And Jen?
1: And there are two of those. And the other one, <laughs> the one that I was lucky enough to watch is TNG, Season 7, Episode 18, Eye of the Beholder.
0: <laughs> and this is just bizarre because you, we, we had Field of Fire linked with a different episode. Um, and then you came back and said, no. We should link it with this, and I was like, "Okay, let's do it." And it was so good; (laughs) really, really worked.
1: Yeah, Um, upon rewatch, I was like, "Oh, this is definitely a Eye of the Beholder (laughs) comparison." And Eye of the Beholder is just an episode that I really—it's a personal uh, guilty pleasure of mine. I know it's not everyone's favorite, but I love it. So I was excited to get that in an episode here.
0: And and the idea of Eye of the Beholder—that so much happens in a small space of time that yeah. could that could pair with other episodes as well like oh, um, yeah. that hoshi episode which is in the transporter for example yeah. you know th- things like that uh, but it's just weird all the stuff i just said about the similarities for the episodes like wow <laughs> that is the same <laughs> <laughs> okay commander i would like to remind you about my poetry reading this afternoon i wouldn't
1: miss it for the world I can't wait to see what he's come up with.
0: As ever, we begin with a lyrical recap of the episode under discussion. Jen, could you give us your lyrical recap for Eye of the Beholder?
1: <laughs> okay. All right, I did something a little bit different for this one. Got um me. because the, I mean there is this is like a serious episode cuz I you know there's murder and Domestic violence, really, you know, and and suicide, um, you know, to do a <laughs> lyrical recap about about this episode, you know, would be a little bit of a challenge um, in that respect. So I decided to focus on the part of I, of the beholder, that's a little bit more, a um, little bit, a little bit less uh, serious, which okay. is uh, Worf and Troy.
0: Do we Wolf have a couple
1: name for them? We need a couple name for them. I couldn't think uh, of couple. I tried to mush their names together and Trollf. <laughs> <Trough. laughs> That's way better than anything I was <laughs> going with that Trollf. That's what they deserve to. Like it's kind of like a man. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. We'll go with that.
0: <laughs> oh, and I really, yeah. I, I love this because season seven, they did hit. they hinted at this little relationship all the way yeah. through, and even in. Even in uh, all good things, they actually are yeah. sort of dating.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have a little flame, Has- you troll. know. Where...
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. off.
1: <laughs> love it. Yeah, and and like I, like I am. Well, I am totally in an Amzadi Stan. Like that's that's my couple. Like I am. I am. And Everything imzadi. The, the universe
0: agrees I, with you. The universe, yeah,
1: with you. yeah, that's the end game. But I kind of, you know, it, not every relationship has to be imzadi. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be this grand thing. And yeah, why not throw a warf and Troy together? I'm, I'm, I'm for every pairing. You know, <laughs> have some fun. <laughs> and you know, so it is what it is. Um, so at the end of this episode, um, Troy is is a little bit. Uh, does a, a little bit is, is a little bit um oh, what's the word she like like, like she, she's a little bit coy coy that's the word all I'm right yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah yeah she's a little bit of coy troy. <laughs> you can't resist <laughs> any opportunity <laughs> all right i love that about you all right <laughs> so but yeah so so troy troy's being coy troy coy uh you know at the end hints to wharf um about what about what she, her hallucination was. So we're going to go a little bit into my headcanon here.
0: Okay. For I'm this right. I'm for here this
1: lyrical recap. Yeah. So my, uh, my headcanon for this is that eventually, like once they're actually, you know, dating, um, Troy tells him the whole story about what she saw in her hallucination. And because he's a wharf, he gets a little grumpy about it <laughs> that she killed him. You know, cause he would, cause you know, Worf, <laughs> he's just a grump. He's a big grump. So he gets a little grumpy about it. Um, and it should, you know, and, uh, it should, it should be something that they can resolve, you know, with just a, a conversation, but he gets called away to the bridge or something. So he goes away grumpy. So in my head cannon, uh, uh, Troy sends him flowers. Because okay. that's totally something that Troy would do—is send a man flowers. That seems like a go-to move for Troy <laughs> in my head. So she sends him a nice, you know, maybe you know, Klingon and Beta Zoid flowers. Maybe maybe Keiko help, uh, helps her, you know, pick a yes. pick a bouquet. Um, and my lyrical recap is what she wrote on the card.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> this is this is down deep. This is this is yeah. fanfic. Here we are.
1: Newfic, yes this is this is a, my lyrical recap is fan fiction here
0: <laughs> oh
1: okay so this is just a little quick this is just what she wrote on on the card here cause, to you know make wharf feel better for me grumpy about being killed <laughs> okay it says wharf it's true that my mind cast you in a role that left you dead but that's beside the point my dear think of this instead that my mind was called upon to find a passion to relate to and when it chose who should receive my love my love it turned to you xoxo Deanna
0: that's very good that's great <laughs> that was excellent that uh, I love the preamble I love this I love the poem it's great that's so perfect thank you um I, appreciate it. I, I like the way you focus on a very a very niche bit of the episode as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but actually, because it, it sort of hints at it, but then it does get bigger and bigger as the episode goes on, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does yeah. grow that part of the episode.
1: And I mean, it is part of you know we they we actually don't get too much of, of Troy and Wharf that actually happened in real time, <laughs> you know, because no. a lot of it is is his alternate universes well, and parallels, you. and and here here are her hallucination and I would behold her, and you know, we basically just get to see them have have uh, a date. <laughs> And uh, all good things, you know, <laughs> is really the extent of it. um So you know, you kind of have to, you know, deal with what you get and try to expand on it if you like it, or ignore it if that's a combo you're not if interested. Their
0: relationship is is explored in any novels or anything that might be interesting.
1: Oh, that's a good question. I wonder about that. That's funny. Yeah, it seems it seems a non-matching, but you know, hey, why yeah. not?
0: You're right, they've both got to think, you know, they're they're young, they're free, they're single, they've got time to to check this stuff out.
1: Why not? Get it. (laughs) 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 All right, so I would love to hear what you have for Field of Fire.
0: Okay, so Field of Fire, it's such a a complex rich episode, and it is a full-on a full-on proper old-school murder mystery where they throw out oh. clues and, um, you know, you have to try and solve what's going on. But then there's the whole psychological killer component. And then there is... It's actually quite funny as well. You think that the O'Brien and Julian, <laughs> they're, they're still they're still playing it for laughs, even after he's dead. Right. It's, it's right. kind of funny. Um, but it does get more and more serious as the episode goes on. So I picked... Uh, I picked a I picked a, a rhyming scheme that's probably recognizable and has it's quite a serious quite a serious song but uh you'll you'll probably just have to forgive me this all right I can't wait so this is called Duran. okay I'm
1: already <laughs> grinning
0: have, It's not a laugh okay cuz it's not funny it's not a funny no, song it's not it's not a funny episode. Right, you ready? I'm ready. Joran, 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 Joran. I'll summon you to help me solve this crime. Joran, 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 Joran. The murderous component of my mind. You know a killer's thought process. Your power tempts me, I confess. You push me just to see how far you can. The killer aboard Deep Space Nine dislikes interior design. If he sees you're smiling, he'll be your hitman. He kills with a TR-116 transporter means he'll never miss. We find the killer's a deranged (laughs) Vulcan. And finally, I'll reconcile that you've been with me all the while. You've always been a part of me, Joran. Joran, 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 Joran. My former host went on a murder spree. Joran, 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 the killer's caught now. Returning to me.
1: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you have outdone yourself. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was really funny. Really good, and that- and you know, and it does hit like because because oh gosh, this is it like the end there about her like accepting? duran as a part of her yes the way like jadzia didn't and that's so interesting for her character for this episode and for her character
0: yeah because that that was a hard that's a hard thing to do and that's something that her jadzia and curzon never never even try to do yeah but as as soon as as soon as there's something she thinks duran could help with she's thinking about him and sort of Recognizing yeah. that he could be of some use. But we'll talk about all of this, I'm sure, so, I'm
1: sure. Yeah. So so putting that into song form was was an excellent choice, and especially in Joeling a
0: song. Uh, Very. I spent a long time working on that. Oh amazing. <laughs> right. Really good. Let's let's get to this. Um I'm loving the uh categories as well. We sort of erred on a murder murder mystery uh serial killer tv show sort of theme which i quite enjoy we
1: went went full in on that here (laughs) so did these episodes
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay would you like to pick the first round
1: all right uh yeah so let's start off since we are going for that that uh, tv murder (laughs) theme let's start (laughs) off with sbu our special victims unit, and talk about our victims.
0: Oh, this and this is this is the hardest part, I think. Yeah, uh, it's particularly important to talk about the victims in Field of Fire, right? Because it's them who offer the vital clues that help Ezra Lee, Ezra Lee, Ezri <laughs> psychologically profile the killer and narrow the suspect list. And at first, the victims seem to have very little in common. Alario, sort of a younger chap, um, trying to sort of, sort of make his way in Starfleet, only been on the station for about 10 days, seems to be getting on well with everyone that he's acquainted with, compared to Van Der Wegg, She's been on the station for three years. She's a science officer with 12 years of Starfleet service. To quote Esri, she was married, Alario single, She was on Deep Space Nine for three years. He just got here. She was a mature woman. He was practically a kid. Beside the uniform, they had absolutely nothing in common. That's important. And before we move on, who could forget Petty Officer Zimbrot? Bolian with five years of service on Deep Space Nine. He had a wife and a co-husband back on Polaris. But of course, they all did have one thing in common, besides being Starfleet officers... They all had pictures of themselves smiling, displayed prominently in their quarters. I thought it was nice that we got to spend a little time with Ilario before he was murdered. And he had the whole cold open where he was drinking and celebrating his victories with uh, O'Brien, Bashir, Norris and Dax. And had a lot, had a lot of sour and brandy to drink. And then we got a little flirty with Ezra. She dropped him off at home. Uh, but he was a nice guy and everyone liked him. And he didn't get to go to the holodeck with O'Brien and Bashir because, you know, they needed their special time too. But <laughs> of all the victims, he was the one we actually spent a little bit of time with. Elario, Hector Elario, he was our special victim.
1: I crush so hard on Alario. I think he's so great. And (laughs) they make me so sad that he died. We only know him for a cold open.
0: (laughs) you know. know? Oh, and a horrible, horrible uh, vision Esri has later on.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that actor did a really good job Mm -hmm. with that. Especially since it was so different from... um, From the, you know, from the character when we saw him alive, you know, because he's he's so great. He's so chill. He's funny, you know, he's, he's sweet and like, he's just awesome. Like, I would love to hang out with him. He's so great. And it's so sad that, that he, you know, it's sad that, it would be sad that it's sad that they all got murdered, but, but they really made, made me want to see him more, see more of him. And then they. Murdered him 10 minutes
0: after he left his Wow that was really savage. <laughs> oh, because with Deep Space Nine, you oh, think you, character, you might be finding out this character's life story, you know, in ongoing episodes and series. Right,
1: right.
0: They oh, introduced man. someone and then murdered him coldly 10 minutes later. Like, wow, that's a TV show, isn't it? That's what they do in murder mystery TV shows. They made you a murder mystery. <laughs>
1: Oh, that is a special victim. They're all special victims, they were. and they were. And in *I, the Beholder*, we actually have three victims as well. The two we know least about are the original victims of the of the actual murder, um, and they they that was William Hodge and Marla Finn, mm-hmm. and we don't know anything about them other than they were having an affair uh And Walter Pierce the murderer uh found out about it, and that's all we know about them.
0: I know. Um, and all you see from them is his image of what happened, but who knows yeah. whether that was, really yeah, which, which which
1: you know wasn't the reality of what happened. That that that's what he saw in his yeah. head, because you wouldn't be like laughing exaggerate mm-hmm. exa- the exaggerated laughter that they have and like they could they stop sort of like pointing at him and you know yeah. so it's, cool. it's 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 his version it's what he saw you know um and what finally made him snap i guess but that's awful and we only see their sad you know final <laughs> moments um and we don't know anything else about them except they worked at utopia planitia building the enterprise
0: that's a pretty cool job and,
1: yeah cool job you know um and who knows like yeah we don't even know we don't know the whole backstory either of, of like how deep in a relationship was marlofin with with walter pierce you know it could have been nothing it even, could have been absolutely, have have, it. It yeah, have been could, absolutely no relationship right, right. we don't no. know i mean it could have been in his head because he's you know he's obviously not
0: he's slightly know. unhinged
1: yeah, so who knew so we don't even know. <laughs> you know. They could have not even been laughing I mean, I don't think they were laughing at him. It may maybe, you know, maybe one of them like you know, smirked and he saw that as,
0: you know A slight.
1: A slight and it's not handy snap, but who knows? Let's not talk about that anymore. We're done. Because <laughs> we do have one one victim we know a little bit more about, but not until after he died as well. And this is Lieutenant Daniel Kwan. <laughs> and we don't get to see him in life and he's a victim and he wasn't actually murdered um, but he's still you know a victim of of the the, the psychic psychic energy <laughs> uh left over from the murder um and he's half uh he's half napian um which means that he is also somewhat telepathic or em- empathic I think they describe him as empathic because babians are empathic. So he's got some of that. Um, And we know that he had the same visions, same type of visions that Troy ends up having. Um, He's, you know, when he's, when he's uh, about to, to jump, you know, he has this, you know, he says, they were laughing at me. I didn't mean to do it. Um, I know what I have to do. Um, And unfortunately they can't save him. Um, but we do find out about him afterwards. We find out that he's he's a good officer. He he's ambitious and he's uh, optimistic. Um, and he was looking forward to getting to work on the Nacelles. It was a new assignment for him. And and he's got a girlfriend, and yeah. she you know they they seem to have a great relationship. And he just seems like an overall nice you know choice calls him well adjusted person. And and it's really sad that this you know, that this, he got tangled up in this, too, this horrible thing that happened eight years ago. Mm. So.
0: It it is sad to think he's like, he's traveling the galaxy and he's seeing things and going to planets and places and something just so Mm. wholly bizarre on his own ship does, you know, causes his demise. And it's a shame we, again, a shame that he died and we didn't really know him at all. Yeah. And it, I don't know, you don't need to know him for the story to work, but he just seems to such a cool person.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought so too.
0: Yeah, it's interesting the way both these cold opens, they, they chose to
1: go different ways with that. You know, DS9 decided to introduce us to the victim first, so we felt for him. and And then next gen, they went more for the like, the action of mm. trying to stop him from jumping into the, you know, plasma, uh, plasma stream. And, but then, then we get to know him later and it's just, oh man, so sad. And, and a cool, a cool thing about lower decks is if, if you look, yes, close, there's, yeah, someone with the same foreheads, <laughs> once, so, yeah,
0: which is awesome <laughs> an awesome callback. <laughs> It's so good. I'm I'm loving the I'm
1: loving the best episodes. Anyway, that's my my special victims.
0: Oh, this seems almost horrible, doesn't it? It's the it's the worst part of any murder mystery that you have to murder someone.
1: Yeah, that there's actually, you know, this actually happened to someone. This isn't just like an exercise in your mind of of what you would do, you know, to solve the crime. Like this, I mean, in the universe is actually happening. Yeah, you know, (laughs) like.
0: Deary me. Well, oh, points-wise, it doesn't seem like a nice way to dish out points. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm going to give my points. We're sad that they
1: all got murdered. I oh, know, I
0: am sad. I, I was a bit distressed that in in stuff in the Field of Fire, every time someone got killed, we, we learned less and less about them. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Alario we met. Vanderweg we went to her quarters. Yeah. Uh, Offers a brat. We just heard that he was dead. <laughs> I think we saw him as well. We saw him, yeah, we yeah. Saw
1: him. But yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, um, but I, I, yeah, that's true.
0: I, I think my point has to go as we spent time with Ilario, and he could have been there. You know, he could have been in ten episodes, and then could have died, and we'd have really been struggling. But he made such a big impression. I think I've got to give my point to Ilario as my special victim
1: same here yeah he made such a big impression in such a short amount of time you're you're yeah. your right It's a good way to put it and and i am i'm crushing on him a little i admit like oh. he's so cute like, I, I really think yeah i like he's i'm 22. really a little, little bit crushed on
0: well i mean <laughs> i know but i was like 22 like god i'd never i was never that like, confident 22
1: yeah oh that's a good point yeah he is he does seem beyond his years in, in that sense yeah but, you know hey he's also like a pot a, a, like a cocky pilot guy you know they have confidence you got to have confidence yeah, you in control spades control. if that's your chosen career so you know that's just the personality of <laughs> that goes along with that but he's oh yeah but I, he's someone i would want to get to know better so definitely but yeah so point point to field of fire for me too
0: okay first first round two points for field of fire but I think a lot could change um, if we go to round two, should we try? well, let's go to our detectives then if we've we've gone to the victims, let's go to the detectives. who's your goddess of empathy?
1: <laughs> I love that they gave these episodes to Troy and ezri like yes. that's that's so cool instead of it instead of it being a like a police matter yeah <laughs> um which is cool and and here this is this is true this is a really good moment for troy i'm uh, a good really good episode for troy like before before and even during her vision i mean she does a lot of good detectiving <laughs> during her mm-hmm. vision too you know she goes through his, his quarters everything looks fine through his logs uh, you know she does a lot of traditional policing uh, a, a lot of traditional you know, police work yeah. in, in the sense of, of things that he's written and, and witness interviews and things like that, um, and just really, really wants to know why this happened. I mean, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this a little later. But um, I, I, I love that they went this route for a, a sui- for what they assumed was a suicide. Yeah, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little a little bit later. But uh, but I think, uh, it, but giving Troy this this assignment is is is, is at, well actually turned turned out to be, <laughs> I mean almost deadly for her. I guess, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but but it also she's the, literally the only one who could have she's the only person who could have solved this mystery, because she's the only one that could have got you know that would have got or you know that has that by ha- by having that empathic ability was able to get in literally get inside the mind of the killer and <laughs> and it was a, a murder they didn't even know was a murder. And it's so
0: wild. It's so, so wild. weird as well that they figured it you know, they figured this out that Pierce is spreading his psychic nightmares across the yeah. the air he blew himself up in. I mean it's just gross. But yeah. such a yeah. such a I mean, it's almost more like a horror film, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. There's a lot of creepy moments yeah. in this. Yeah, it's a like like it always sticks in my mind when they find the uh, the skeleton in the panel. Yes, too. Like that's that's really creepy and and one one thing that I think is really cool is like a ship like this has so many secrets. Hopefully yeah. not too many secrets like that <laughs> like a murder suicide yeah, <laughs> secret. But there's so many secrets just like from from construction days and and from the whole life. And, and it's it's funny because like you know I always think about it like like from my from from my perspective like going to nuclear power plants. And each plant has its own history and its own stories and there's little things Like the guys that were around for construction have all these great stories, and like, oh, this is like this. You know, this panel is 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 slightly over to the left because we, you know, we came across this and this happened. You know what I mean? There's just there's a story in everything, and and which so I find it neat um, that that we get a little bit into the history of the enterprise. Unfortunately, it was a dark dark history. Yeah. (laughs) um but yeah so but but troy was uniquely qualified for this mission so she is my goddess of empathy yeah.
0: so she's she's wonderful in this episode she is. and i think it, every time the, the troy episode comes up you realize how strong a character she is when yeah. she's just given something really strong to do
1: right right and
0: she's great in this as well the you know under pressure not mm-hmm. sure of her own mind at some times acting strangely but then as soon as it all clicks into place knows exactly what to do right and the sort of the police work and the detection that was great it was great to see her just being the sort of i know what i'm doing i know how to do my job i'm just gonna plow on through and get this done yeah. I, I really like that and she's, and
1: she's a good interviewer yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later too but but she but she uh she knows the right questions to ask people you know to, to to get the information she needs and that's a that's a that's a skill you have to learn
0: yeah and, that's and you're right the like counseling skills come to the fore isn't it it's yeah, part, empathy, yeah. part counseling right. know how to get people to open up to you right uh very yeah. and it, you know interesting and fun
1: yeah and you're right these moment these Troy moments are few and far between but when we get them like she's amazing
0: very powerful So in contrast, my goddess of empathy is Esri Dax. (laughs) And sort of from the outset, she's under pressure from Cisco to solve these murders. And she is in this sort of weird position where she has, has the understanding of what it is to be a murderer inside her. And she can use the Trill right of Emergence to summon Duran to the fore and use his sort of unique perspective to help him solve the crime. And that has, that has problems and it has benefits. And the whole episode plays on the idea that Duran is there and he is sort of the devil on her shoulder who's feeding her little tidbits of information, but also trying to prompt her to do things that perhaps she wouldn't normally do. And it's very interesting to see how it's played out and very interesting to see a Dax symbiont, a Dax host talking to a former host and they're just walking around. So they had that whole sort of um, uh, 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 Adira and Grey sort of relationship where Grey is sort of yeah. still, still milling around, not quite sure what he's doing there. Whereas Duran requested the um, the right of emergence so he could come to the fore and solve these crimes. But anyway, oh, this an is the that's point. an
1: interesting parallel.
0: Yes, it is. I an really absolutely. like that.
1: So it didn't come out of nowhere, like critics of Discovery. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> that that a troll, you know, could be the only one to see a previous host. So yes, that, that's a great yeah. It's in there, it's in the canon.
0: <laughs> um, it's been
1: established.
0: The moment of empathy I selected. I selected the very final scenes because this is where, this is where Esri is having the most pressure put upon her because she's just had this really intense life or death experience. She's finished. She's caught the killer. He is now lying on the floor, but you know, he's been wounded by her. She's got a weapon and she's being pressured by Duran to finish him off and to just to, to kill, uh, it's Officer Chulak, spoiler alert, he did it. He done it. <laughs> um, and she is being pressured by Duran to kill Chulak. And he wants her to do this. So he has, it's all about power for Duran. That's why he murdered people. That's why he wants to control Esri. He wants to have power over her. And that is literally yeah. the reason he's doing anything. That's, that's that's the end game for him. And in this moment of sort of high intensity and high pressure, and he's giving it his all to try and make her kill him, she instead contacts an emergency security team to arrest the man who just attempted to kill her. And so even in that sort of high pressure, life or death scenario where her adrenaline must have been pumping and she's got a portion of her... And, this, and it's part of her, you know, we're seeing Duran as external, but actually Duran is inside her. He is her. And that sort of desire to actually follow through and put an end to this and be the power, she sees through that and she sees, you know what? what, that's not what Starfleet does. That's not what a good person would do. I'm just going to settle this down, arrest this man and do the right thing. And then from there... She realizes she can control these impulses that Duran has and that she can accept that he is a larger part of her than he is than he was of either Curzon or Jazia. But she can get on with this and she can she is in control. She has the power. And that is that is the only thing he's gonna get from her, the knowledge that she now has power and he's helped her find that. So it was a very Sort of tense few seconds, but in that moment, she sees it from the right perspective. When everyone else is, when the other people in the room, the other people in the scenario might be much less forgiving than she was. So, Esri dax, my goddess of empathy.
1: Yeah, Esri. This this is a strong episode for Esri too. (laughs) And and I, it's unreal to me that Esri. Only had one season on Deep Space Nine, based on like how fully developed she she is, you know.
0: And, she did yeah. extremely well, and I think she's benefited by the fact that she is a Dax. So we've got yeah. some sort of, yeah. whole history to draw on. But they, they,
1: yeah, know, but just... she's also got a she's also got the toughest act to follow because Jadzia was so beloved. I mean, Jadzia is my literally fa- my favorite character in Star yeah, Trek. Completely. <laughs> I should have hated Esri, but I didn't. I loved her from her very first episode. You know, they, they, that's they, hard to do.
0: They cleverly played her very differently, though. Yes. Jazia was the confident old man. Yeah, Whereas Esri is the terrified fish out of water mm-hmm. who's yeah. literally not supposed to be doing this. And it was yeah. really and, enjoyable to watch her come into her own across that season. Yeah.
1: And to watch her, her be that way, but also have... All this, you know, all these lifetimes of, of knowledge and, you know, but <laughs> behind her. Um, so you knew that when she finally figured everything out, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be, I don't know how you would keep anything straight. But when, when she figures it all out, you know, she's going to be something incredible.
0: Yes, and, and she is,
1: and yeah, and 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 this episode is is part of it, and and that's so cool that that sh- her her embracing Geron, it, it, quote unquote embracing him, I mean, like not yeah, no, pushing, no. not not like know, trying trying to bury him, yeah, anymore is makes gives her something that Jazia didn't have, like gives her something it's a little bit of an edge, yeah, that, that's really interesting, and I wish we had 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 more time with her, you know. So you get to explore that a little bit more, but yeah, ah, oh, she's great.
0: I mean, this, th- this this episode could be a really weird pilot for the Esri Dax, you know, <gasps> weekly murder mystery.
1: Oh my gosh! Where
0: she is constantly Joran on her <laughs> back
1: i want it i didn't know i wanted it now i
0: do It just i I was watching this thinking they could have done this for an entire season this episode and i'd have watched i'd have watched 10 more of these you know did
1: you did you see uh, like like so before she was esri i knew her from beyond reality do you remember beyond reality
0: oh i didn't even know it
1: yeah it was it was It was show that was on. It it was it was mysteries, but it was like paranormal mysteries that they would try to solve. So Mm. I I always thought of her like that to begin with, Um, which is so maybe maybe I don't know if that would hold up. I don't want to recommend it because I haven't seen it since the early nineties. The
0: only thing I know (laughs) her from was uh, Cube. Do you ever watch Cube? No. That is that is a film from the late '90s, and it is good. Oh, it's oh. a good film.
1: I never saw that Okay, it's a, Beyond uh, Reality
0: and Cube. It's a it's a gross. It's a quite gory horror sci fi film. She's,
1: she's <laughs> How have I never seen that? I'll oh, put that on my list.
0: Don't watch any of the sequels. They're rubbish. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they usually are. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and,
1: I love Beyond
0: Reality. That was, made that a sequel to Cube, and I didn't love. call it Cubed. I mean, what? <laughs> what? Or Cubed cube squared? squared I mean, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I'm still angry about that 25 years later.
1: <laughs> I hear ya. It would be like, yeah, Sixth Power. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> anyway, Jeez. it's a film I always enjoyed.
1: All right, well, I will that's my list. Yeah, and, and maybe I'll try to check down Beyond Reality and see if it stands up. Because it probably doesn't. Like, it's probably, like, in my head, it's like one of those cheesy syndicated shows where it's just like a different paranormal mystery and like wacky stuff happens you know that doesn't make sense
0: I, I'm to which i love I I, I'm there yeah.
1: maybe i'll see if that's streaming anywhere check it out
0: Beyond reality. <laughs> but she's,
1: great. she's She's great. yeah right all right well points wise my point is going to esri here because i mean troy Tro- uh, troy troy's amazing this episode and she did a she handled everything she handled everything really well but as but what puts esri over the top is just the fact that she was willing to perform the right of emergence to talk to duran to solve this like that is the bravest thing that I can imagine. I don't know if I would have been able to do that.
0: I think it was its it was almost pushed upon her because Duran was appearing to her before yeah. she did the right of Emergence. Yeah, so yeah. she may have felt yeah, this, still- is, this is how I'm going to have to deal with him. I, yeah, he obviously has been true. awakened or he's, this thought process has been awakened in me because of the scenario that's happening around mm-hmm. me. And if I don't deal with this, I'm never going to be able to overcome it or I'm never going to be able to get a handle on it. But yeah, she did you it. Know-
1: you're right. Cause even, even when she, when they first find Alario and, and Julian's like, Oh, I can't imagine, you know, how anyone would, would kill someone. And, and actually you just like staring at space, she's like, I can, mm. <laughs> and it's coming up in me, right. You know, those memories, yeah, are, yeah. you can't suppress those memories, you know, when it's right in front of you, like when a dead body is right in front of you like that. And, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I guess you got to do something, right. You got to, that's, well, that's a brave thing confronting it head on instead of trying to,
0: Absolutely, I and right. I really liked it. I, I'm amazing. also going to give it to Esri Dax because yeah. I thought this was her sort of power episode, really. Yeah, um, of all of you know of all of the season, this is this is hers. This is her episode, mm-hmm. and it was great. Uh,
1: Absolutely, agreed. Yeah, so. she's she's such a badass. This, she's a badass character. Like th- this is. is her like badass moment. You know, like she's not this. She's not just like oh. I don't I don't know what to do. There's keep it all in my memory straight. You know, she, she they could have easily made her just like a joke for the whole season.
0: Yes, they could. Of have. that,
1: you know, but they that did. would have been a real letdown. Oh god! Yeah. Oh, because these these space nine doesn't roll that way. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, oh, I love it. Okay. All right. After two categories, Field of Fire has four points, and Eye of the Beholder yet to get off the floor. Oof. <laughs> okay
1: let's see what we can do about
0: that <laughs> what are we doing for category three
1: okay uh for category three let's go to our uh, modus operandi
0: oh i love it i love <laughs> it so in a field of fire the killer has a unique and highly sci-fi mo the victims are assassinated using a little-known and never-produced Federation weapon called the TR-116, which is a rifle designed to fire chemically-propelled tritanium bullets um, for use in environments where energy weapons would not function. And it was never produced because the Federation instead decided to focus on quote, regenerative, regenerative phases. However, Starfleet officers still have access to the replicator patterns, and that's one method they managed to narrow down the field of suspects and the victims. So he's using a, a projectile rifle in the era of phasers, and he seems to be firing from very close range. However, he's using the rifle in conjunction with an exographic targeting sensor, which means he's able to scan through the bulkheads. He's essentially spying on people in the Habitat ring until he selects a victim, always in Starfleet, always with some prominent image of positive emotion displayed in their quarters, which seems to be what triggers the actual murder. He then fires a bullet which is beamed using a micro-transporter attached to the TR-116, which beams the, vi- the bullet into the victim's quarters where it continues on its murderous trajectory, explaining why there are no powder marks on the bodies, because even though it appears they've been shot from close range, he's actually on the other side of the station in another room, and he has beamed a moving bullet into the quarters. That is a sci-fi murder mystery. <laughs> I was not disappointed by this. I was, I was surprised. They came up with the, they figured this out very quickly, but I was so impressed by this as a, as a way of, you know, committing a murder. I loved it. I loved the fact that you had, they had to piece it together bit by bit, and then they had this wonderful demonstration whereby <laughs> they went
1: full Mythbusters. Yeah,
0: they did. <laughs> hey come in wear the goggles stand back and I thought this and I thought hold on O'Brien's just gonna fire a bullet into the room they're standing in like is that wise I mean this could be very dangerous maybe they should be standing with him what if he had the coordinates wrong exactly I mean he didn't you know he's a professional a professional who wants to blow up a giant purple melon and it did and it gloriously exploded absolutely everywhere it was perfect.
1: It was a weird-looking melon, too, which added to it did the... It not
0: look like it was good to eat, that yeah. melon. Yeah. It looked like it was only good for blasting.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. What a cool way to serial kill, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't want to get Do too I... excited about it. It is a, a way of killing someone.
1: But, yeah, it's, I mean, oh, there's, so many, there's so many questions with this, too, because, like... Any, anybody can replicate one of these um if they have access to the pattern that's kind of like the you know 3d printed gun thing that yeah you know that's against d space 9 being relevant <laughs> for, for what's going on yeah um so that seems like a flaw but it's interesting that he, he's using an old- school bullet but in a 24th century way <laughs> with no, many transports and that the technology of him being able to just look anywhere seems like like a um, is is terrifying.
0: That that seems to me. <laughs> I mean,
1: this is a design flaw.
0: Of... Officers will have officers will have weapons, access to weapons, all manner of weapons. You know. Yeah. They've all yeah. got phasers. Worf's got blades. Right. Them getting <laughs> hold of projectile weaponry, probably not that hard or that unusual, really, for any right. number of reasons. But having access to those exographic targeting sensors, yeah. I bet that stuff is heavily restricted. It must be very hard to be like, oh, I need a, I need a set of X-ray specs. What for? I'm just going to sit in my in my room and watch <laughs> People <everyone>. watch... <laughs> No, I'm a Can't do that. That that no. Take them off him. He's not allowed those.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I know it just seems like a security uh, concern too. Absolutely. Like if, if anyone can do that, you can look into any. There's no classified no you know, spaces or.
0: And how far anything. does this go? This can is, you look into passing ships? Can you see what's going yeah. on? What's the range yeah. of this thing?
1: Right, right. Yeah, so that's it. It's it makes it even more scary because it's very. It makes it more intimate that this guy can can just look into your quarters whenever he wants and yeah you know and and even just even just the the way he picked his victims is 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 intimate too it's the you know the pick the pictures of happiness oh that's terrifying like that, that is like this, this is a really serious. yeah this is it's a really um really well thought out um
0: but I love like, that that was a clue in the episode. Like nerd. the pictures were there. Yeah, I mean, Alario yeah. talks about the picture at length. Right, right. And if they hadn't pieced it together for you, perhaps you could have pieced this together. Yeah. No, oh, I love that. <laughs> and that's the same a picture. I love when murder mysteries do that. I love it when they Me make you and make you work.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Everything about it. And, and like, Esri looked badass with that little scope on her. Yeah.
0: That, that's that's a good looking little thing, isn't it? But <laughs> the design
1: it, of it itself was, was really cool.
0: I think uh, if I'm gonna do some cosplay one year, that's that's what oh, I'd man. be wearing.
1: That'd be
0: awesome. Sensor. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um what was right. the modus operandi in Eye of the Beholder?
1: So I didn't pick uh, for my modus operandi, I did not pick the, you know, the murder because we really don't even know like it was a crime of passion. So you can, you know, assume what happened. But mm-hmm. the only thing we really know is he murdered them and then covered up the crime, disposed of the bodies in a plasma stream, which turned out to be a, a very uh, <laughs> uh, efficient way to, <laughs> to yes. cover up the crime. And, and you know, they just marked it down as an accident um so there wasn't really much thought to that there was it wasn't really like a plan uh so i didn't i didn't consider that here um but i did but the modus operandi for um for actually solving the crime Mm, okay um is what i alluded to earlier uh, with 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 the way they they methodically investigated what they thought was was a suicide
0: um
1: yeah. Picard Picard says you know i've had to you know notify you know parents of, of a lot of deaths but never of a suicide um
0: oh that's so savage actually when he says that
1: yeah and, it, and it's 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 hurt and, as well and then the one in the one hand like that that it is kind of good. Like, like it makes it seem like, wow, one of the things about, you know, the 21st century is that they that suicide is rare and they're able to get people the help that they need before, you know, before that happens. And that's, you know, so when he says that it's, 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 it's a great thing, you know, it's like, it's like, Oh, wow. That's another utopian thing about, about, you know, about this, about Star Trek and, and, um, but yeah, so like you said, he's, he's generally hurt. He wants more information to give his parents, you know, because they're, they're, they're really, they're, they feel, he, he, they feel like they missed something. Like, what did, how did they miss this, you know? Like, yeah. like, like, cause Troy, you know, Troy, Troy said he was fine for his, uh, you know, normal, you know, normal evaluation six months ago and all this stuff. So, so somehow they missed, A depression so crippling that that he took his own life and that's just unacceptable you know so they they treat it as as you would any other unexplained death and they do like like i alluded earlier They then they do you know they do the classic classic um you know svu you know um you know you, you examine the, the you can't examine the, well she examines the crime scene she goes back to the to, to where he dies um they look in his quarters his personal she goes back and reviews all his personal logs looking for anything they interview people they do you know they do all the classic that their modus operandi, operandi is 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 you know treating this supposed suicide as you know as you would any other type of unexpl- unexplained death, and I, I really like and appreciate that. You know,
0: it was I, I did like I did like the fact they they go all out, and again, it's just yeah. so Star Trek, isn't it? Something yeah. strange yeah. has happened. Let's cover all the angles. Let's not yes. leave any stone unturned. Yeah, I want to know what happened. I want to do a good job. Right. I want to do justice to this person who right. has ended their yeah. life. yeah. I, I really like that, and it's. It's making, it's taking a tragedy and saying, look, we're going to do everything we can to understand and learn and make sure the people around can deal with this in the best possible way. Yeah. And I, I really liked that. I really appreciated that happening. And the they fact do. that Worf and Troy was just like, okay, this is going to be our business now for you know, right. however right. long this takes. For yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They spent a lot, of t- a lot of time on this, even before her hallucination, um, yeah. you know. Um, just make sure they cover everything and see, you know, because we don't, we couldn't save him, but maybe, you know, we can go over everything and, and hopefully save somebody else who doesn't appear, you know, suicidal or have a history of, of any, you know, outward signs of depression or anything like that. Maybe there's something that they could do in the future. And, and I, I really like that. Um, I also did have one other modus operandi Good that one. I wanted to mention. Which is holographic? Worf is yeah. smooth. He's got some smooth moves. <laughs> <news. laughs> so you know they they spend the whole day together investigating, and and Worf walks her to her to her, you know walks Troy to her quarters, and and he doesn't want to leave, and you know she doesn't want him to, and you know they do the whole well, it's getting late, and you know. <laughs> being coy again and and uh and he's kind of he's really smooth about it he kind of like like gingerly like like takes her hand and and um you know and she responds to that so he you know then he either nuzzles or bites her neck (laughs) i can't really tell with wharf you would think it could be a bite it looks yeah it looks like a cute little nuzzle but you know with wharf you never know uh you know on her neck and and then they have a kiss and it's one hell of a passionate built up kiss
0: <laughs> yeah well you know i suppose from the viewer's point of view this 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 could have been going on for a little while this you know this sort of a little bit of heat between them, a little bit of free song. Yeah, yeah this was now, well, this, you could tell. Saw, like, saw the parallels. They'd been married, and maybe there was right? something going on there potentially. So, All
1: right. Yeah, there's there's some heat there, you know. And uh and he's any smooth, even in the morning. You know, he makes her breakfast, and and he wakes her up with a kiss, and you know, and she says, "She says, why did we wait so long to do this?" And yeah. <laughs> and he's just super smooth, and and. And that's the, he's he's got some moves, so he's got a.
0: <laughs> I just realised that we could have had a, a sort of a, a, a Wharf comforts uh, category because I noticed that to, too. to Esri, oh. and I and I wasn't sure whether at this point. I, I, I he, her, he and Esri do sleep together at some point, don't they?
1: Oh yeah, but I wasn't before sure whether it was before or after, or, after or
0: after. I couldn't remember.
1: I don't remember the top of my head either.
0: Um, oh. but I was like, oh yeah, he's he's. It's- this is the this is you know essentially it's a wolf wife, isn't it? And he's yeah. he wants he wants to make sure she's okay. And maybe and I'm not sure whether he is attracted to her or feels like he's still married to her or is just like treating her like a sister or a close relative now. It, but he was genuinely concerned for her and yeah. was sort of going out of his way to make sure she was okay. Yeah, she's she so great
1: here. Yeah. yeah, no matter which way it is that he cares for her, he. I mean, he cares for her. She's a Dax. She is yeah, Dax. Yeah, exactly. And he, in whatever manner it is, he's Dax will always be important to him. And and he's so sweet here. You're right. The real Wharf. <laughs> Mine's just, mine just thought the uh, hallucination Wharf. But uh, but the real Wharf here is is really sweet and kind. And, and he kind of you know, uh, what does he say? He's like that's something about like that's what Dax is. Do- that's what Dax does. Or that's. I forget what he says, but it's really sweet because, you know, he's basically like saying you can do it because you're Dax.
0: <laughs> you know. Oh, you are Dax. It is your way.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: I love I am that. I'm certain you'll do whatever is necessary to complete your task.
1: It is your way. Oh, I love it. Because he knows her even if he doesn't know her.
0: <laughs> oh, she talking those things.
1: We miss it. <laughs> missed opportunity for a category
0: no. <laughs> all right where is your point so, going for modus operandi
1: oh man uh, see like uh, as a as like a sci-fi murder like field of fire is i mean that's a really cool idea yeah um but I, th- I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna with I Holder here, though, just because the the technology of being able to look through anything just raises more questions than it answers. Well, to me. Uh, and think it takes Chulak- me.
0: Tulak was not the most morally uh, <laughs> virtuous fellow. So. It takes
1: me out of it a little bit because I keep thinking of the implications of that technology existing.
0: <laughs> yeah, big brother.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, so I- I'll-, I'll give I'll give my point to I the beholder for this
0: one well i i thought you made a good case and you've nearly swayed me with uh, your sort of operational procedural methods but I, I am i just i think i'm still enamored by the the sci-fi murder mystery of it all yeah. i i'm still there for it and i love the technology and i recognize the technology would have to be very very clearly monitored no. but the fact that they used it all to create a a Star Trek murder mystery, I'm so there for it this is this is exactly the kind of thing I would want to watch more of
1: yeah and i I love that I love that O'Brien figured it out Yes. and the and the reason that O'Brien figured it out was Julian talking about something unrelated to, you know I love when TV shows do that like like the character gets like a, a like the light bulb goes off in their head you know because because they extrapolate out from i mean, from I mean they've
0: totally got the team here already
1: yeah got yeah Julia,
0: the medical examiner they've got right. margaret the tech guy yeah Henry, the counselor who's psychologically profiling and she's also a serial killer um
1: <laughs> and Odo, oh no i love it, it. like oh, yeah in the beginning he's like i read a lot of <laughs> Detective Earth yeah. detective novels, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's no powder burns. <laughs> that's weird.
0: It's weird." Raymond Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> it's just goes like, "What? How did you know that?" <laughs> um, oh, it's so I, I great, so great. So yeah. I, I'm that's watching. Great. I'm, I'm half giving a point to my modus operandi and half to the TV show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I can't tell.
0: I totally get it. Yeah. All right. After. Three rounds, so Eye of the Beholders off the ground with one point. <laughs> and field of Fire is raining bullets with oh, uh, with five points. Oh, it is on
1: fire. Is on fire. <laughs> okay, so so where what's up for category four?
0: I think for category four, we should stay with the the police procedural. I look for our star witness.
1: Mm, okay, Who I can almost hear have? the the Law and Order da <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have be your star witness?
1: Yeah, and and that's actually how Eye of the Beholder goes because it, it it's it's very formulaic in that sense of the word, you know, because they start with with you know the crime scene and and in his quarters, and then they go straight to witnesses where you know one one clue leads to to the other you know like they 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 find ensign calloway's picture in his quarter so then she goes and and um and interviews ensign calloway who's his girl who turns out is his girlfriend and it's so sad that interview
0: ah yeah that was a really good bit of that episode and yeah Yeah. quite i mean completely forgotten by me i watched this episode and i had no memory of her at all Right. Oh, God, that is, that is good and sad.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. I, I mean, she, she ta- you know, and she, and she says to Troy, you know, like, there's no, like, there was no, I didn't pick up on any warning signs, you know, please, please find out what happened, you know, and, um, and she, she talks about how, like, they've known each other for over two years, and they only finally got together, like, a few months ago, mm. like, they were taking it slow, she said, and uh. thinking they had all the time in the world, and I'm going to cry. <laughs> And you know, they're so they're so cute. You can imagine them like being such a cute couple too and like in happier times. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, it's just so awful. And um she gives a tip to Troy, though, that um he, you know, he would talk to her about his work and he was having some troubles with uh, Lieutenant Nara huh. uh, who felt threatened by him. So dun dun. <laughs> And that leads to who's my pick for for star witness because she's just great, uh, Lieutenant Nara, who works in the Nacelle Control Room, um, which I love by the way. I am obsessed, obsessed with the design of the Nacelle Control Room. It's, it's just it's such a perfect
0: impressive.
1: little yeah. It's not it's such a perfect little ox control room design. Like that's that's it's re- pretty realistic.
0: Um, well, I realistic, like. That. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go and look at the, the floor plans. I'm sure I've got, yeah. I'm uh, sure I've got some I'm sure i somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll have to look too. But um but it, it's it's fascinating. But so she works there uh, and she's she's I think she's you know she's been obviously been there. This was a new assignment for Lieutenant Kwan. Um and uh, you know, she says she doesn't think she missed any any warning signs, you know, either says but but she t- she talked about like, oh yeah, he was about how he was ambitious. You know and they kind of butt it she, she doesn't say it but how they butted heads but with you know with him having all kinds of ideas and she's like well, well what <laughs> hey, you kind of get the impression that like once she like um shot him down with with all his ideas that, that they got along better like she's just that kind of person <laughs> so she seems really shady <laughs> I guess and I appreciate that because it it's a wonderful red herring because I, 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 I still I, I've seen eye of the beholder maybe a million two million times and I still think maybe she had something to do with it <laughs> every time I see her <laughs> she's got a really cool alien design too like I, lo- I like her her prosthetics are very cool
0: i love um, the fact they went all out with the prosthetics they,
1: yeah yeah that was an interesting i was glad that she wasn't just like a, another human crew member um add a little bit to it but yeah she's, she's super shady man <laughs> but you can oh. tell that's just how she is you know obviously she had nothing
0: to do with this
1: she had yeah she
0: had nothing to do with it yeah. i liked her i mean i didn't i didn't like her she obviously yeah. was a bit a bit snippy and a bit snooty <laughs> But I, I like the fact they used her to add like an extra dimension to the mystery.
1: Yeah,
0: like, yeah. And you say a red herring, but right. you know you got drawn in like, oh, maybe there was something going on right. here. <laughs> maybe she did have it in for him. But is that is that enough yeah. to murder someone? And how does she even do it? But. <laughs> and the fact that she
1: she's got the plasma controls right there at her fingertips yes. <laughs> she's got the meat what is it the means or
0: we just yes. and the means
1: and the motive <laughs> yes yes
0: and the uh, and the opportunity right did she and she the and she looks so alien and they really yeah. did a good job making her look quite alien and sort of that yeah. does sort of distance you doesn't it from
1: yeah oh, yeah from a person.
0: but yeah. she at the end she was just somebody who was doing a job she was a bit snippy <laughs> but I, I did like her and you think again yeah. I could have seen a bit more of her if she come back in yeah. another episode yeah. right. I'd have liked to have seen her do something else yeah Um. for my star witness we don't really have any witnesses as such in Field of Fire Ooh. all the murders are really carried out in isolation even without the presence of the murderer Um. <laughs> With <laughs> a clue to his MO. The only person who ever actually sees the killer in action is Esri herself. Yeah. Just prior to the final conflict, she's playing Chulak at his own game and she's using the targeting sensors to scan his quarters, see what he's up to, because she's just sitting in the lift and Duran has convinced her that it must be this guy. And she sees him sitting at a computer researching her and there's like a big that's
1: terrifying
0: yeah (laughs) and he's like looking at her and then you realize sugar i was gonna swear then good (laughs) grief it is him uh he then calmly strides into the next room and picks up his own rifle and begin scouring the station for Esri. And we get this really nail-biting scene where Chulak is searching for her, and they catch each other in their sights briefly on the other side of the station through the bulkheads with their transport uh, pistols. But, of course, Esri's got the drop on him, and she hits him in the shoulder, while a bullet for her materialises in her quarters and propels out through a bulkhead. And there's a very satisfying hiss of atmosphere which is a testament to her vision as it wow. even managed to ruffle Duran's imaginary hair. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So I, I would say the only person who actually witnesses the crime is Esri. So I've put her forward as my star witness, but she's also, you know, the chief investigator and uh, a person grappling with her own sense of power and murder um so esri is my star witness such yeah, as such as such as i have one
1: that whole scene is really suspenseful and you're it right is. that that hiss is so, so satisfying
0: yeah it's really good and that's so <laughs> unnecessary I, as well because it just hit the wall yeah yeah and we wouldn't have thought about it yeah but they gave it a hiss of atmosphere like, i uh, love, that. Out I the love station.
1: that yeah but um but yeah it's it's it's, cr- it's legitimately creepy when she sees that he's uh, looking at her service record, yeah, like, that's scary. And then it's it's kind of funny when you see him getting out the rifle. You, you half expect it to not be a rifle, like, oh, maybe she's just being paranoid. And that you know, like, and yeah, the, and he's pulling out like a maybe. violin yeah. <laughs> or something, and then it's obviously a rifle. <laughs> it's like, oh,
0: <laughs> of <laughs> course, Duran was love right. It it is and um, and I, I love this because that sort of yellowy tint that the targeting sensors have. Yeah. And it looks really sort of menacing, and he's sort of scanning up, and you know what he's doing. He's looking for her through the bulkheads.
1: Oh Oh my god, God. that's terrifying. It
0: is, but it's done so well. And just as he catches sight of her, she shoots him in the shoulder. Loved it. That's
1: a winner, right? a potential victim. (laughs) Yeah. Um oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. I like that. That's a good one. You're going go All right. Points wise.
0: I think for star witness, I think I, I don't, I don't truly count as her as a witness. I think <laughs> she, this is her, as this is her, you know, finale against the killer, but she's not witnessing it. She's participating in it.
1: She's witnessing the potential of the next. Crime, she is. Though. She is. Nothing but counts.
0: I, I think for me, it goes with eye of the beholder. And I've forgotten her name. Her name's going to have my Lieutenant brain. Nara. Lieutenant Nara, it's gotta yeah. be her. She yeah. she gets the point for me. I really liked her. She was a witness. They questioned her. She threw open some other questions, but eventually they excluded her. She's a she's a classic witness.
1: Classic, yeah. yeah. That's why I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna give her my point too. It's just classic. And and she's funny. I love that there's this whole crew that works in the nacelle ox, you know, the ox control room in the nacelle yeah. room and and, uh and she's an al- this alien that just works there and you know and she's a little little snide and <laughs> and fun and it's a, it's a, it's an and it's just a testament to that actress too that I legit still wonder whether or not she has something to do with it every time I see that scene <laughs> her, no 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 that's that's not what happens <laughs> so she's great so I'll give her a
0: point too. okay it's good I, I I'm glad that she got a point.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) okay, so after four rounds, we're evening up a little bit. Hmm. Field of Fire, five, Eye of the Beholder, three. All right, so this is it, the final round.
1: This is it. All right, for the final round, we're going to My Mind to Your Mind.
0: Oh, that's Hmm. a good one.
1: Mental moments. Oh. just jam-packed throughout
0: <laughs> I know, it, it really is so much of this um, more appropriately my mind is your mind or my mind oh, forms no. your mind Well, either <laughs> way, minds are entwined the, <laughs> the murders stir up Esri's semi-repressed memories of Jiram, and she quickly realises she can use his psychopathic predilection to catch the killer and Joran and Esri have this curious relationship. Esri seems quite scared of him, but also realizes she has to assert control. Duran wants recognition and perhaps acceptance, you know, to be part of their sort of, you know, Dax. The Dax default. Club. Yeah. <laughs> but he is willing to push this Club as Dax. far as it will go. And... You know, maybe that would if you know, maybe that would wound him eventually if he actually got if, if he actually got what he wanted and Ezra killed somebody, maybe she would end up repressing him again. So maybe this is his flaw that he has no he has no control over himself. And what you know, what he really wants is is, is impacting him negatively. Anyway.
1: Or he, he's he's plan
0: is to just turn her into an indiscriminate
1: killing machine. Yeah, yeah it, potentially, you know? <laughs> and this is the first one
0: he's willing That's... to push this as far as it will go yeah. so I picked a moment where it nearly worked
1: yeah. and it
0: nearly worked at the end of the episode with with Chulak but it also nearly worked during a kerfuffle in the bar and Ezri is chatting away to Duran like he's right there in the room which must you must get some funny looks from people walking around. Um, she's he's still trying to convince her that she needs to be in the mind of the killer. It's not enough to think about what they were doing. It's why are they doing it and how does it feel to do what they are doing? So you can get an idea of of perhaps how they're doing it, when they're doing it, and who's doing it. And. Ezri knows that Duran is trying to goad her into killing someone. And then suddenly there's a commotion in the bar and a man's being chased. And someone's, and Esri's saying, Oh, they found him. And a man runs down the stairs and Esri stops him. And suddenly there's a knife and she picks it up. And Duran is literally shouting, Yes, yes, kill him. <laughs> do it, do it. And Odo steps in and takes the knife away from her. And for a moment, Esri was holding a knife to the man's throat, about to kill him. Um, what was the man's... Oh, Ensign Bertram. <laughs> she was about to stab Ensign Bertram. Poor guy. She's justifying this to Oda, by, uh, to, to Cisco later on, by saying, well, yeah, but he was the murderer. He, said, he wasn't the murderer. He was just being chased by security. I did wonder why he was running from security. That, that made me feel a bit weird. <laughs> what what the hell is you running for? If he hasn't done that. Yeah, anything.
1: that's true. That's oh,
0: true. I saw that you've uh, replicated a you. potential murder weapon. Could we talk to you about <laughs> that? And he goes, there, he shows him his collection. He's like, yeah, I've never fired it. But there it is. <laughs> but he instead he's running off in the butt. Where do you think he was going to go? Yeah. that's what, a good point. what do you think he was going to do? So I'd I'd be following up Bertram. Odo should be making checking up on him. Yes. <laughs> that sounds to me like a right oddball. He
1: should, he, should, he should have a counsellor, an appointment with the counsellor, but maybe not Esri.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But this was the. This was what I thought was the closest point where Duran and Esri nearly merged like, oh. and physically his will was being exerted because she seemed to get over it a lot easier with Chulak. When she was genuinely tested by herself, she did it. But here, it was Odo stopped her doing it. And... Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, "Ooh, maybe she's getting in too deep, and she's not controlling yeah. Duran. Duran is actually exerting control over her. And you know, my mind to your mind, I'm actually, you know, I'm taking over. I'm taking over your physical body by by whispering these little evil words in your ear." Yeah. Oh man.
1: Whew, yeah, heavy. it's
0: pretty dark stuff. It's dark stuff. Dark
1: stuff. Yeah. There's dark stuff in Eye of the Beholder, too. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind to your mind here. But first, I'm going to have a runner-up that's a little bit of a lighter moment. And my mind to your mind, Riker and Worf's uh, little uh, <laughs> conversation in Ten Forward.
0: That is glorious, that conversation. <laughs> that could be an entire b plot that that conversation right
1: and you know that this is the real wharf and not the hallucination wharf because he is no longer smooth <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wharf trying to hint around to Riker. um Riker doesn't get it obviously he doesn't know what he's talking about and, <laughs> and uh, you know and, and and eventually, he, he's like, he's like, he's like, you sound like a man who's asking his friend if you could start dating his sister. And and Worf gets all flustered and just says, never mind, and he, and he storms <laughs> off. And that way, like, doesn't want to directly talk to him about about anything. And and he just shouldn't have to talk to Riker anyway. Which you know, the, the whole point is is a moot point anyway, because Riker shouldn't have anything to do with this. But uh, but Warf obviously thinks he should because that's how Worf is.
0: That's how Warf yeah, is. Just
1: such a funny it's just a funny little scene and he tries to get his mind with Riker's mind and it, <laughs> he's a little too subtle about it and doesn't work <laughs> so I thought that was funny uh, but of course you know this is the hallucination that Troy gets from the you know Jordy calls it a psychic photograph <laughs> of being near where the the murder happened um, it was Walter Pierce? His his grandmother was beta was Betazoid too, and and so he left you know some kind of trace psychic energy. And and like you said, you talked about Ezra was being possessed by Jaron and that's kind of what happens here to Troy too. It's you know Troy Troy's not going to be Troy herself. Isn't going to have these feelings of jealousy of Warf talking to an ensign you know that's not troy No. you know that's that's the mind of of walter pierce um taking over Deanna's mind um and obviously she's not going to, if she was jealous she wouldn't end up <laughs> firing a phaser at wharf so you know that that's all Wal- walter pierce you know uh, imprinting his psychic energy onto onto her and that's and it's it's terrifying that it went that far those, you
0: know i would just say those scenes were so well done that's yeah. Yeah. When Diana's like looking over and seeing Wharf and the ensign chatting to each other, yeah, and them cozing up, and it's done in such—it's mm-hmm. so subtle. Right, she picks over, and it's like, oh, that's nothing. He's just talking to her. But yeah. it's like, oh, but it's just, it's just there a beat too long. Like, what is right, that? Right, right. It's done yeah, and, so well, and Crusher doesn't
1: notice anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're like only Deanna notices. And yeah, and and it's the same thing too. Like maybe that's what he saw. You know, you could you could notice those things. They could be real, where he could be imagining them. Uh, you know, and um, and then at the same, and then at the end too, like before she phases poor wharf, um, you know, they, they laugh at her the same way that that you know as, the same as the laugh that we saw in the flashback. Yes, yes, yes. That Deanna um, witnessed
0: and wolf would never do that
1: no, no that no. yeah that's that yeah no <laughs> yeah David <laughs> Worf would never do any of that no. <laughs> laugh like that and and Deanna, of course would not ever fire a phaser at anybody <laughs> like that um so it, it's it's a little bit terrifying that it, you know it, it's it could lead that this that this psychic residue could lead to murder and in the real world lead to suicide she she says at the end you know I, if you weren't there Worf, i would have jumped just like kwan did and oh, it's just so sad for Quan that that he couldn't be snapped out of it you know yeah but, but i think just the shock of it being wharf knowing that you know wharf would have been should have been dead was enough to shake her out of it, you know.
0: It so. was, yeah. So much more happened in that in that sort of psychic connection, yeah. And it was a bit more sort of ghostly, a bit more paranormally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and surreal, the, the, very surreal.
0: Yeah, and the whole and Walter Peace, Walter Pierce, seemed like a really unpleasant character. Yeah. I was almost disappointed that he wasn't a real character on the ship. Like, yeah, I thought so too. We could actually find and talk to and prosecute, or yeah, you know, you know follow and like figure out. But that once it was revealed that he died as well, the mystery the, the mystery got even deeper and gave again mm-hmm. that sense of like, well, what the hell are we actually dealing with here? And what you know, what is happening right. if there isn't a killer on board? Well who is doing this um right. but it was it's really it, it really treads a fine line between paranormal and science fiction and it actually does it really well mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah. so I, I really i really enjoyed that aspect of it it's <sighs> super creepily cut i i, I really yeah, I really got that it really so it's, yeah it's just slightly off
1: yeah yeah and like
0: that I, I you really directed it but there's a great job of that
1: yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know, Dana's not acting like Dana and it's it's just, you're right, it's just like slightly off and just, just, eh, just slightly way they, off. Yeah. Very creepy, very, you know, like noir, like pulpy and it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Where's my point going?
1: I this think it's
0: hard. hard. It is hard. I'm weirdly leaning to eye of the beholder on this <laughs> uh, because I think that, I mean, I, I just I just love the way, I, I love the way it comes together. And it, it, is, it is creepy and it is weird and you do sort of fall into that. Oh, I can see why, I can see why she's starting to crack. All yeah. these little things are happening and I can see why she's going to crack. And then it does suddenly. You're like, oh, actually, none of that was real, and it takes you out of it. But and then <laughs> another mystery to carry on solving. But that bit where she's in, she's in Pierce's mind, and she's replaying a version of his life. That's really, really creepy and scary, and I really liked it.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's interesting that it's not just her being in his in his shoes and yeah. seeing the whole thing happen it's it's extrapolating it to her life yes which is creepier and more intimate Uh uh-huh um yeah i'm gonna give my point to eye of the beholder just because the the my mind to your mind and eye of the Beholder is 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 the mystery like that's the answer to the mystery that's that's the killer is this is this psychic well originally the murderer you know eight years ago but the killer of Quan was this this psychic photograph uh, that got to him Indiana. So, yeah, so I'm going to give my point to Eye of the Beholder.
0: Eye of the Beholder. Well, that, that ties us up, then. That's oh five goodness. points each. <laughs> I I wasn't... When I when uh, Field of Fire was flying out as a front runner, I thought, oh, I've got this sign up now.
1: I thought so, too. Um, <laughs> that was an unexpected comeback.
0: Yeah, but that was... That was great. I really enjoyed watching both these episodes together. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker.
1: Uh-oh.
0: What do we got? World's Greatest Detective. Uh, A great holdover detective. from our last episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where uh, we
0: spoke about uh, Mariotti and Sherlock Holmes.
1: Ooh. Okay, what do you got?
0: Okay, I'm just going to shout out to the clues that came together to pinpoint the killer. I loved it. I loved the fact it was a traditional detective novel where we have things that we could hang up on and follow. Esri, there's a there's a point. I, there's a there's a there's a thing I liked and a thing I didn't like. So the thing I didn't like was when they're in the lift and Chulak is in the lift with them, and it's the first time you've seen Chulak. I think the first time you've seen him, and they know they they've profiled that they think a Vulcan has killed. And they know that Chulak has had some issues on the Grissom um, because the, the Grissom was damaged and he was only one of six uh, survivors. So they think he might have like some psychological issues following that survival, some survival, survivor guilt potentially. But when they're in the lift, Duran just decides by looking at Chulak that he definitely is the murderer. And then they go into their quarters and they use the exographic targeting center to to spy on him and see what he's doing which is probably morally wrong so i wasn't a massive fan of just deciding based on the way a person looks that they must be the murderer and then going to spy on them for a little bit procedurally (laughs) i didn't like that uh however what i did like world's greatest detective it's Esri who realises that all the, all the victims have got prominently displayed pictures of them smiling in their quarters. Yeah. And that is such a clever clue, and it's visual, and we could have seen that as the audience, but Esri figured it out, and that tied everything up. Suddenly, we know why people are being murdered, and it doesn't make any sense, but at least we have got the, the reason, such as it is, that the murderer has. So for me, she demonstrated excellent detection skills because she took a clue that we'd all seen and she pulled it into focus and then we could use it to help us solve the murderer. To help us solve the murderer and catch the killer. Solve the murderer. Solve <laughs> the murder, and catch the killer.
1: Yeah, definitely. She, uh, she did a really good job of detection work with that. I would never have picked up on that. No.
0: <laughs> such clever writing.
1: And, and don't forget to shout out to O'Brien, too, who did the forensic work.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, he, he's the one who actually modified it. the uh, TR-116 with a mini transporter. Yeah. <laughs> just like that was a thing you could just do. like Yeah. He's time? like, oh, I'll
1: just rig one up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a demonstration with this weird-ass alien melon.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, world's greatest detective, like, you know, Troy's our detective throughout this whole episode and, and there aren't any, any real good, um, aha moments like, like within Field of Fire and Esri. Um, but she, she does, she take, I'll, I'll pick for her moment. Um, she takes full advantage of the, the first vision she sees, like the actual vision of the murder um, and she, she, you know, she remembers things. She's like, okay, there's a toolbox that says Utopia Planitia. Um, you know, they go back later. She's like, I don't remember seeing this panel here. Was it always here? No, no, they added that two years ago. You know, so she, 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 she um, made a point to remember details like that, mm-hmm. so she, could, you know, uh, gather all the clues that she could from what she saw. Um, you know, and she, then she has the idea. She's like, well, I have the faces. I don't have any names or any other context, but I have the faces. So I'm going to go cross-check the references. I mean, cross-check the, uh, the service records of people who worked at, you know, Utopia Planitia on the Enterprise. And, and she finally, you know, stumbles, that's when she stumbles across the names of the people involved, you know, not knowing who was who yet. She sees Walter Pierce uh in a reflection and that you know when she finally figures out that like oh, oh he's because at first she, she she thinks well maybe i'm seeing things out of quans yes. kwan's eyes you know because you're still not sure you still think kwan's involved at the initial incident, <laughs> um and then you know she she figures out how to eliminate that because he he didn't start at utopia at utopia planitia until um marla finn you know was killed until after uh, they were killed so she does she, I mean she does some actual she takes oh, so the vision though,
0: isn't it? Yeah, she... so so
1: so she took she took the sci-fi clue she was given which was this vision and she used that to do some actual detective work which is pretty fun to see. So
0: okay. Well, who's getting your um you know big hunting cap and curly pipe? <laughs>
1: Well, if I have to give the based on that, I would give my tiebreaker to um to Esri, even though I prefer I have the Beholder as an episode. Um, I'll I'm definitely giving the tiebreaker in that category to Esri because I think that that was that was pretty clever. That was something, that's something too that I mean I would never have thought of that, but it's also I mean that's like particular to someone who I don't know maybe maybe like is in that line of work, yeah. you know. The count of counseling and 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 that was pretty clever. So, yeah, I'll give that. I'm giving it to Esri. How about you?
0: I am also going to give it to Esri. Yeah. I thought that was a, a piece of detective work. You know, really o- Odo level detection there. she yeah. did a great job. <laughs> uh, she did. It's a deer stalker cap. I couldn't remember what it was called. A deerstalker stalker.
1: Cap. Oh yes.
0: I will plonk that deerstalker firmly on her head. So, <laughs> well done you are the well done you detective. um oh, trill home world greatest detective uh <laughs> i and i i just liked it i like i i thought both episodes are really good they do have quite they do have quite a different vibe they do the similarities yeah. are are overwhelming and that they could be snap very well together yeah um, yeah and
1: and they do that and it's, it is fun to watch them both you know, just like I could, I could watch like five episodes of SVU in a row. and <laughs> be totally yeah. fine. <laughs> I would watch Star Trek Murder Mystery, the murder Star Trek Murder Mystery Hour. <laughs> I,
0: just, I just want this now. I, I want to read right? Star Trek Murder Mysteries and, no. and get some sci-fi murders. No. Some sci-fi murders. That's what I want. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am.
1: <laughs> I have a good uh, sci-fi murderer, if you like sci-fi murders. Um, did you ever read uh, Red Planet Blues? by robert j sawyer
0: no i've not read that
1: detective on mars and it's it's i would add that to your list if you like sci-fi murder
0: right oh yes okay i am i'm definitely up for this (laughs) this is exactly the kind of thing i would read (laughs) okay yes fine (laughs) i'm i'm sold (laughs) (laughs) all right okay we did it we snap tracked we we were there in the mind of a killer we caught another killer so in your instance it was the same killer um (laughs) and now we are of our own minds and planning out what to do next episode good now that we've finished with the old business on to the new time to hand out next month's story assignments ritter house we're waiting Okay, friends and neighbors, let's see what Uncle Roy has for you today. And in the next episode of Snaptrack, we will compare a couple of episodes that see a couple of people stranded out in space, far away from their motherships, waiting on rescue. As we compare *Voyager*'s Day of Honor with *Enterprise*'s Shuttlepod One.
1: Ooh, I love it.
0: It's going to be a good one. (laughs) Uh, I I think this is this is ripe. This is ripe for snaptracking.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. That'll be fun.
0: Okay. Jen, is there anything you'd like to finish off with?
1: Just want to say thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for spending time with us.
0: We really do. Uh, do send in your lyrical recaps or your ideas for categories uh, for these episodes. And that is a Royal Fisbin. <laughs>
1: Lieutenant Correll seems to be enjoying your company. I'd like to think so. Are you involved with her? I'm not sure yet. Why, are you interested in her? No, no, no. But if I were, I would, of course, discuss the situation with you before (laughs) proceeding further. I appreciate it, but that really wouldn't have been necessary. I mean, I would never want to come between you and someone you are involved with, or had ever been involved with. Is there someone in particular that you're talking about? No. Is there someone in particular you would rather I not be involved with? Mr. Wharf, you sound like a man who's asking his friend if he can start dating his sister. No, no, I I was merely, never mind. Excuse me, sir.